0: Guys, it's so nice to see everybody today. Big, warm welcome to everybody. Um, Yeah, we're all friends, and it's so lovely to see all of you. So, um, especially you two, of course. (laughs) Yeah, no, especially everybody. (laughs) It's lovely to see you all. Um, Yeah, we're going to read through this particular passage from Isaiah. And it's got to be one of the most sort of positive inspiring encouraging passages in the whole of the Bible it's just so positive and so so please guys just let the Lord speak to you now yeah this is God's word for you yeah it's God's word for you Uh, God wants to inspire you God wants to encourage you uh, you know, so just drink in the truth. Yeah, this is truth. Drink it in. Let it fill you up. Receive it for yourself. Yeah. So, um, actually, there's a typo on the um, um, on the PowerPoint. It's missed off a little bit. So it starts. Um, Do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But, but, those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, okay. So could we go on to verse one, please? Uh, So what's just to say... um, Yeah, the the beginning of the verse is missing from the slide. Um, So the verse is, do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. Um, So this is our wake-up call, yeah? Saying, look, we have a big, powerful God. And he says, you know, do you not know? have you not heard you say yeah wake up everybody you know get with it this is true this is real Um, this is the prophet Isaiah saying to the people yeah don't you know haven't you heard this is true yeah the Lord is the everlasting God he is timeless he's above time he's beyond time He's the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. So where are the ends of the earth? So I mean, I was thinking, um, I mean, I'm a Southerner. uh, So if you're a Southerner like me, for you, the end of the earth could be Stoke-on-Trent, for example, uh, or or maybe Warrington or Runcorn, somewhere like that. Um, But praise God, God is not a Southerner. Yeah, God is not a Southerner. Um, God creates the ends of the earth. You know, think of it all. You know, Russia, China, Japan, Australia, the ends of the earth. God is so big. And that never mind the ends of the earth, the universe. Uh, elsewhere in the book of Isaiah, Isaiah mentions the stars, the whole universe. You know, God is a big God, He is the creator of the ends of the earth. And he's on our side. I mean, that's good, isn't it? That that God's on our side. Um, And God is on our side. He's on your side. He wants to help you. He's the creator of the ends of the earth. Yeah. Do you not know? Have you not heard? God is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary. We sometimes grow tired and weary, yeah? I mean, many times in my day, I go, meh. I think, you know what? I just can't be bothered. (laughs) You know, we are human. Sometimes we think, this is just too much. I don't want to do this anymore, you know. Um, But God isn't like that. Uh, He will not grow tired or weary. And especially... He will not grow tired or weary with you. He's never going to lose interest in you. We all have our little projects, and we're all very keen when we start our little projects. And then when it starts to get difficult, we think, actually, um, meh, I I don't don't want to do this anymore. (laughs) But God does not grow tired or weary. Yeah, everybody, God does not grow tired or weary. He never gives up on you. Yeah? He will always carry on what he started. God saved you, he called you, he'll carry on what he started. He loves you, he loves you big time. Yeah, Uh, he will not grow tired or weary. Um, Yeah, God is on our side. And God has got human empathy. God is very human. And we know that when Jesus became a man, Jesus became a human being. And he walked among men on earth. And we know from the gospel records of the people who lived and walked with him that, you know, he was acquainted with the full spectrum of what it was to be human. So every emotion you've ever had every good emotion, every bad emotion. Jesus knows what it's like. God knows what it's like. God is human. You know, Jesus, he knew what it was to have grief, to have sorrow, to have disappointment, to have suffering. Jesus knows all about suffering. God knows about disappointment and grief. God has human empathy which is great, but God does not have human weakness. Isn't that wonderful? God has all the empathy of humanity, but none of the weakness of humanity. God is all-powerful. He has a purpose. God's purpose is to love you, to save you. When I say to save you, that means to restore you to health. To make you whole again. Yeah. So that's God's job. That's what God's going to do. That's what he wants to do. And he's not going to be deviated from that calling. Um, Yeah. um, He he will not grow tired or weary. That's right. He's not going to grow tired or weary. He's not going to give up. He's going to carry on until he has saved you, until he has made you whole and brought you fullness of salvation, basically. Right. And his understanding, no one can fathom. Woo! God understands a lot of stuff. Yeah? I mean, we like to think we know a lot of stuff. You know, we we look on Google, we know a lot of stuff. But, it says here, God knows more stuff than we do. God knows more stuff than Wikipedia. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, It says here, His understanding no one can fathom. It says elsewhere in Scripture that God is timeless, he is above time. And it says that God looks at time like a scroll. Time is like a scroll laid out in front of him. So imagine you've got a, a roll of wallpaper, yeah? And you um, there's big room here, we've got plenty of room. And yeah, we, we get the r- wallpaper, and uh, we roll the wallpaper out. And I'm standing here, and I can see one end of the wallpaper there, and the other end of the wallpaper there. That's a roll of wallpaper. And that's what God does with time. So um, it's up to you to how many years BC you want to believe in. Um, anyway, as many years BC as you as want is over there. And then the end of time is where Marion is over there. So, uh, okay, so Marian is the end of time. And um, Margaret is the beginning of time. <laughs> and, and God is like he's looking at time. Isn't that amazing? That, you know that God can look at all of time. He so his understanding no one can fathom. God knows a lot of things. More than Wikipedia. Um, but God is on our side. You know, I said God has human empathy. God cares a lot about us. God knows everything. He knows everything about us. You know, there's nothing about you that's ever going to shock God. God's never going, oh my goodness, I didn't know that about you. No, you know, God is always going to love you and God understands everything that we go through. And God's wisdom, God's understanding. God will care for us. God will restore us to wholesomeness. Right. Shall we go to verse 29? Yeah. Yeah. He gives strength to the weary. Here's God's empathy, God's help, God's love. He gives strength to the weary, and increases the power of the weak. Well, that's us, isn't it? I'm weary sometimes. Sometimes I'm weary. Um, I'm weak. This is us. We're we're weary. We're weak. But God gives strength to the weary and he increases the power of the weak. This is what God does. This is like a law of the universe. You know, just like the sun rises in the east and it sets in the west. This is what God does. He gives strength to the weary. It's automatic for God to do this. So yet yeah, receive it if you're weak. Uh, if you're weary, God wants to give you strength. He wants to give you power. Amen. Yeah, thank you, Lord, for giving us weary, um, for giving us strength. <laughs> thank you, Lord, for giving us your power. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, we're so grateful to God for what he gives us and how he cares for us. Shall we have um, verse thirty, please? Yeah, I like to think I'm a youth sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I like to identify as a youth. I still wake up some days and think I'm a young man. You know, <laughs> I'll leave you to be the judge of that. But uh, <laughs> here we are, verse thirty. Even youths grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall so this verse is for those of us who think that we've got it all together Uh, you know we think yeah i can do this i'm strong i know where i'm going and this verse is for people who think that they can you know sort things out they can live their lives um, but they don't listen to god they don't follow God's leading. They don't follow God's direction. So if you lead your life, you know, according to the, according to the Sinatra doctrine, you know, I'm going to do it my way. If you lead your life that way, sooner or later, no matter how strong you think you are, no matter how clever you think you are, now, if you don't always listen to God's leading, obey God's direction, Receive his inspiration if you're not plugged into God's life, yet then no matter how clever you are, then sooner or later you're going to grow tired, you're going you're to grow weary. You might start off okay, but eventually you're going to grow tired and weary, and you're going to stumble, you're going to fall. But that's okay when you stumble and fall, that's great. Um, That just means that's when you ask God to help you. So in some ways, um, yeah, there's nothing wrong with failure. Failure is very positive. (laughs) Failure is the most positive experience you can have. Because it is when you fail, that's when you reach out to God and say, God, uh, help. (laughs) Yeah, failure is good. And yeah, when we stumble and fall, we say, God, please help me. And then God, in his grace, in his mercy, he will help you. Um, Let's have verse 31, please. So, yeah, this beginning of verse 31, this is God's word of grace. Yeah, God's word of grace for you. God's word of mercy and love to you. So please drink it in, guys, drink it in. Those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. Those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. God wants to renew your strength. Um, Different Bibles say different things, but don't worry, it's okay. Um, Some Bibles say those who hope in the Lord. You may have a Bible which says those who trust in the Lord. Um, if you've got an old Bible it might say those who wait upon the Lord or those who wait for the Lord um, but don't worry that they're, they're all right every, every version is correct and none of them are wrong um, the original Hebrew word which says here those who hope in the Lord that word in Hebrew carries a wide range of meaning and yet yeah, it means it means to hope in the Lord, it means to trust in God, it means really to put your trust in God. It's kind of got a practical element to it. I mean, I could be waiting at a bus stop and I can say, yeah, I hope the bus is going to come, and normally it doesn't. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so it's more than just a empty hope, it's more than just a forlorn hope. When we say those who hope in the Lord, it's an active thing, those who put their trust in the Lord. That's really what it's getting at. Um, And it can also mean those who wait upon the Lord, those who wait for the Lord. Um, So we wait for the Lord. I guess what that means is that, you know, we wait for God to speak to us. We don't just go rushing off willy-nilly, but we wait upon the Lord. Say, okay, Lord, I mean, there's some... Yeah, we, we wait for God to speak to us. We want to hear, God, what have you got to say to me today, please? I'm going to wait upon God. I'm going to wait upon the Lord. I'm going to hear his word for me. And, of course, I'm not just going to hear it. I'm going to act upon it. Yeah, so those who hope in the Lord those who put their trust in the Lord those who wait upon the Lord you know the Hebrew word encompasses all of those meanings yeah we're going to wait on God we're going to listen to what he's got to say those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength oh that's great isn't it we need to we need God's strength They will soar on wings like eagles. So um, they will soar. So when you're soaring, is that the same as flying? Or does it mean more than just flying? What What does that mean to you when we say soaring? Yeah, yes, good man, good man. You've been reading my notes, haven't you? Yeah, ah, yes, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, soaring means going right up, you know, right up into the, not quite the stratosphere, but certainly um, a, long, a long way up, you know, going right up into the heavens. You're soaring. Yeah, they're going to soar. Okay, so scripture says they, they, by the way, isn't somebody else, they is you. Yeah? They is talking to you. So or we, so let, let's change, change it to we, shall we? Just to make it more personal. Um, we will soar on wings like eagles. So to understand, we need to know well. Okay, soar on wings like eagles. So we need to think, what are eagles like? Yeah? Like, it says like eagles, so what are eagles like? And in particular, what are the wings of eagles like? Now, I'm really sorry that we're not Zooming today um, because in our wider church congregation, we have many ornithologists, we have many bird spotters. And um, yeah, we, I'm thinking of Mike Pearson, I'm thinking of Fred Dayborn, then no doubt there are many more there are many ornithologists in our church and I was going to ask them to sort of tell me about eagles and their wings so I'm really sorry guys that you're not here and if this recording works which I'm sure it will um, (laughs) and if you ever get round to listening to this recording um Fred and Mike bless you sorry you're you're not here and uh I was thinking of you, I was thinking of you as I was preparing this, and I was going to ask you to tell us about eagles. But, um, yeah, they will soar on wings like eagles. But, yeah, in the absence of Fred and Mike, I've got a little PowerPoint slide. Can we have a look at it, please, dear? There it is. Just as... um, Bob, isn't it Bob? Yeah. Just as Bob was saying, thermals. Thank you, Bob. Yeah. You're one step ahead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thermals. There we go. Um, so in the physical world, thermal means okay. Who who passed their science exam at school? Notice my hand is down. <laughs> uh, anybody passed their science exam at school? Nobody. Great. Well, hallelujah. That that makes me feel better. <laughs> but yeah, okay. Um, for anybody who paid attention in science lessons in school, um, warm air. What does warm air do, James? What does warm air do? Rises. Good. 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 Yeah, mate. Good for you. <laughs> So, warm air rises. So, this, this is basic physics, guys. And um, in the natural world, warm air rises. And um, as you can see from the picture, um, the warm air is rising. And there's the eagle here. Is that an eagle? I don't know what it is. Anyway, um, there's the eagle. And he's found where the warm air, the column of warm air, is rising. And yet yeah, he's just spreading his wings and the warm air is sort of wafting him upwards. He's been carried aloft by the warm air. Uh, so that's the physical reality. Um, and of course the prophet Isaiah, he no doubt, he would have seen, You know, when he was pondering and meditating, uh, he would have looked up and he would have seen eagles doing just that. And, you know, the people, the, the Old Testament people that Isaiah was writing to, no doubt they were familiar with, they, they watched eagles, and they watched eagles being wafted up into the sky. So that's, that's the physical metaphor, if you like. Um, and that applies to our life in that, yeah, think of that thermal updraft, that the power of that rising air, that is God's power for you. Uh, That's God's grace to you. So yeah, God gives you his strength. God gives you his power. God gives you his inspiration. God gives you his wisdom. And I I just happened to look at Marion then and I thought of your poems. And then, so every time when you read one of your poems... That, that's like the, um, you know, that's like an uplifting. It lifts us with, thank you, yeah. Uh, it lifts us with God's inspiration. Um, yeah, it lifts us up. It gives us power. Um, yeah, God gives you direction, wisdom, inspiration, and God gives you physical strength. It works, you know. God will give you physical strength. He will give you physical power he will speak to your mind he will give you clarity in your mind Um, he will give you joy in your heart now the fact is that you don't get these thermals everywhere you have to you have to find the thermal you see Um, now then could you go to the last slide please Elaine Aha, uh-huh. now that is you, okay? That is you. Um, what do you notice? What's the most striking feature of that picture? Do you the eyes. The eyes, thank you guys. Yeah, it's the eyes. And of course we have this saying, eagle eyes, yeah? If somebody spots something, so, oh, eagle eyes, eagle eyes, yeah? Um and that's the eagle eyes look at that eagle's eyes and i want you to look at that eagle and think well that's me i've got eagle eyes and god wants me to look for the thermal (laughs) okay what that means is god wants you to put yourself in a place where his power is so if, if we go back to the previous slide that eagle there is in the right place if you want to receive God's blessing if you want to soar you just have to put yourself in the right place Um, with your eagle eyes you perceive where God wants you to be so that means in terms of your heart your thoughts your your thinking you say, "Yeah, God, I want to tune in to what you're saying." Um, sure, it's okay to watch the telly sometimes. It's okay to—I was going to say—it's okay to watch TikTok sometimes, but actually, I'm not actually sure it is. You know, um, <laughs> the, there's the input that goes into your brain. You have to be selective with the input that goes into your brain whether that's old school television or newfangled TikTok or whatever these young people are watching these days. Um, (laughs) You know, whether it's Facebook or YouTube or whatever. um, You have to be selective with what goes into your mind, what you're thinking about. And just as that eagle there, just as that eagle there, he's looking for where God's uplifting power is, that's what you're doing with your brain you're thinking okay I want to receive God's truth I'm looking for that inspiration Um, and also you're, you're looking for where is God active what is God doing there are a thousand and one things that we could do every day we could be doing loads of stuff But we need God's direction. Um, We need to understand what it is that God is asking us to do. Yeah, God prepares works for us to do. Isn't that lovely? Um, Part of God's care for us, part of God's love for us, is that God prepares works for us to do. And yeah, that, just as the bird finds where the thermal updraft is, then we have to listen to God and we have to ask God, yeah, what is the work that you want me to do? What is it that you're going to bless? Because if God is blessing something, if God is moving in power in a particular place, in a particular work, then it will lift. God's power is with it. But if you're doing something and God isn't in it, then it's just going to flop, you know. Now, I I wanted to compare an eagle with a pigeon. Now, to me, the eagle is the most majestic and graceful of creatures. So that's you, yeah? You're an eagle. You're majestic, you're graceful, you're powerful. And then the opposite end of the spectrum is a pigeon. For me, a pigeon is a slightly comical creature. And what's the defining feature of a pigeon? Any, anybody, what do you reckon? What do, they, what do pigeons do a lot of? Eat. Eat, yeah? They flap. Dennis, thank you. You've been reading my notes, Dennis. Thank you very much. Yes, that's right. Pigeons are always flapping, aren't they? Yeah? You see a golden eagle, a majestic golden eagle, and he's just soaring. Look at a pigeon; he's always in a flap. He's flapping all over the place. That's a fight. Is it? Oh, thanks, thanks, Dennis. So I couldn't find a picture of a, a pucker golden eagle. I'm very sorry. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad to see you're paying attention, Dennis. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yet the pigeons are always in a flap. And this is if you move in your own strength, if you don't listen to what God is asking you to do, then you'll just be flapping. You could be doing lots of stuff every day, uh, but you're not receiving God's love. Yeah, I think every, every morning we need to, when we wake up, we need just to pray So yeah, so if we don't want to be like the pigeon, we want to be like the eagle. So what we should do is pray. Just pray. You know, your automatic, your default option in your brain should be pray. And we pray to God and we say, God, please inspire me. Lord God, please fill me with your Holy Spirit lord god please yeah just focus my thoughts on you yeah and as we focus our emotion we focus our thoughts focus our heart on god then we are being like the red kite or the golden eagle or whatever Um, we are being like the eagle we're focusing our minds on god and god's truth And we're looking for where God is active we're going to receive God's wafting upwards God will give us power those who hope in the Lord yeah those who wait upon the Lord those who trust those who put their trust in the Lord yeah those who wake up every morning and pray and say God please fill me with your Holy Spirit Please, tell me what you want to do today. What is the specific work you have prepared for me today? Then those are the people who, they're not going to be like the pigeons flapping around aimlessly. They're going to be soaring on wings like eagles. And to continue, it says, they will run and not grow weary. Yeah, you're going to run further when you're running with God's purposes. Not when you're running outside of God's purposes. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Yeah, you you will know God's presence. It's great. I mean, those of us, you know, who are Christians, whether you've been a Christian for a week or for a year or many years they will walk and not be faint as you you, yeah you walk through life don't you every day you you walk through your life and it's so lovely to be a christian because you know that you're not walking alone you've got jesus walking with you indeed you got jesus inside you i'll never forget i mean I, i i was only a teenager when i became a christian But I I remember sensing that you know Jesus was living in, in my heart and I'll never forget the most wonderful feeling the most wonderful awareness that that was you know and then as you walk through life you're not alone you know Jesus is there and when things go wrong and when you're not sure what to do Jesus is there he's right next to you he's inside you and that's how you can walk and not be faint you can run and not be weary but in particular guys remember be like the eagle but don't be like the pigeon don't go flapping don't allow yourself to be distracted with little things which aren't important The devil, part of the devil's strategy is to distract us. It's all a, the devil's into distraction. Um, And of course, you know, the the screw tape letters by C.S. Lewis, you know, uh, demons, when they want to distract us, they think of silly little things just to take us away. And so it's like that. Sometimes we'll be aware there is a disquiet in our heart, we're troubled in our minds, why are we troubled in our minds? It's because we're just being distracted by something silly, something which isn't important. Um, yeah, we need to pray, we, say we pray to God and we say, God, please tell me what's important. God, please tell me you know, what I should be prioritising And the stuff—if God says don't prioritize something, then don't prioritize it. Um, We have our little obsessions. We all have our little obsessions, don't we? We all have our little preoccupations. But yeah, when you pray, listen to God. You know, praying is mostly about listening, isn't it? Yeah. Praying should be more listening than talking. When you pray, listen to God. Say, God, you know, what is important? What, what are you telling me to do? And what are you telling me not to do? What are you telling me to put on the back burner? You know, there, there are things which God rid... Re- God gives his direction really clearly. Um, okay, sorry. <laughs> uh, and, and, and God says, yeah, this is what I want you to do. Um, yes if you want to be like the eagle please guys pray pray every day ask God to give you his Holy Spirit yeah the Holy Spirit I mean everybody can have the Holy Spirit you don't have to be special it's not you know it's not only for special people you 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 everybody can have the Holy Spirit ask God for the Holy Spirit Ask God to inspire you and to give you direction. Be like the eagle, don't be like the pigeon. Have we just got time for that video, please?